Hey everybody, we've got a great one for you today. It's Tuesday. And we hit you with a brand new Candy Muse news! We've got riff chats. We've got draining your nut chats. We've got hair voice plant bald chats. Bald. Are we just, is everyone just going bald now? Anyway, it's... we get to the bottom of it. We and we take your voicemail. So chic. Both. And we talk about why we're always in your dreams and what that means. <laughs> no one's ever having sex dreams about us, though. Goodbye forever. Goodbye. M. Oh. M. Mom. When your first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Our number is 213-536-9180. Our email is slobbysecondspotatgmail.com. Now on with the show. How you slobbysecondspotatgmail.com. You will affect you. Now so affect you. Now affect you. Stupid affects. Why don't slobbysecondspotatgmail. I'm a big dipper with meatball. I move on. That's big dipper. Can you tell that I was typing and doing the intro at the same time? You're like me. I'll be like on the phone talking to my mom. And the phone call will start when I'm on the couch. Uh-huh. And so I'm like focused on the phone call and then I'll get like antsy 10 minutes in and I'll walk over and she's telling me some story about bird watching or gardening or like how they get their mail delivered in a different way than they did the day before, you know, because they're retired. Oh, here's the thing. When and so my mom starts going on one of those. I go, I'm going to cut you off right here. I tell you, I don't need to know that. So I because it's in my blood, I allow the rambling to happen. Because, you know, I support Ramble. I'm a part of Ramble Nation. I am, I am uh, Rambleana. Rambleana. You are the Brambleberry Crunch. The bra- <laughs> Honey, if you want this crunch, you better get into the Brambleberry. You, well, how do they say? If you want me at my crunch, you need to take me at my Brambleberry. <laughs> That's not a thing. That's not it. Uh, anyhow, I will, like, set the phone on speaker, and I'll just, like, start answering emails. And then she just goes, like, so and I'm like, uh huh. She's like, you're typing. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> uh, oh, see now, I would never let my mom c- catch me slipping like that. I try. It's like giving her her full attention. Here's what you got to do. You can't. You got to do something that like uses your brain, but not too much of it. So like solitaire. No, I. It, you know what I mean. If I didn't feel stressed out with things to do, I would just be on the phone with her. Oh. I get like a wave of like, oh, I have too many emails to answer, or I gotta shave my head. You know what I mean? Mm, mm, I understand. Speaking of straight shaving your head, uh huh. What going on? What happened? Your hair is gone. You opened up this Zoom call and expected me not to say anything about it. I I cut my hair a couple of days ago, and I sort of assumed that you were aware of that. But I guess I why would I know that? I don't know. I guess I haven't talked to you in a while. Seems like. So what's going on? I thought you were in the beginning stages of getting your hair transplant journey. Well, I got when I was very upset. When I was down I in Mexico. We together. When I was down in Mexico, I was like sweating so much. And then I was like, Ugh, I feel like the front is pulling back. Like the front hairline is just like really pulling back far. And I don't know. I just felt like shaving it. Part of me wants to keep my hair like this for a little bit to sort of see like, do I want to be 
the diva with the bald head and the beard? Or do I want to go? Because aside from my problem areas, the rest of it is like full. You have way more hair than I do. I think I just have thicker or like like my hair is curly, so it covers more area. I feel like we're going to go. It's like it's thin. When it's wet, you can see scalp. We're going to go to the consultation, and they're going to be like, uh, sir, yours is 15000 Ma'am, yours is two. Because you're going to be like, oh, <laughs> just fill in the little corners up here. Yeah, I'm like, fill in the corners and this little spot that's like coming around right here. Because I'm going to have sideshow Bob here. I'm going to have that, that donut ring, you know what I mean? And then just a tuft right in the top front middle. And if this were the 80s, we would just be like Richard Dreyfus and Rick Moranis and redefine what it meant to be a sexual icon. You know what I'm talking about? Ball-headed hoes. <laughs> um, but it seems like everyone, it, it feels like the hair transplant is the diva. It is like, it's almost, I feel like it's as it's popular as body Botox. Mod. Yeah, I think it's becoming as common. I think all these little procedures have co- gotten to such a, quick science and there's like no stress behind it it's not like cutting edge technology it's right. like been around for 10 years that it's easier and cheaper to do it now than ever well something i definitely it's the trickle down it's now the mat it's now for the poor people masses like ourselves exactly but here's what i definitely want to refer to it as is gender affirming because i like i feel like so many of the the conservative politicians who are attacking trans healthcare are weaponizing the term gender affirming which is such a positive term mm. like uh, and and the more we can enter into the lexicon I don't know if you saw this I don't pay attention there is some right wing internet pundit but there's like some viral stuff going around about how like his wife divorced him and he, oh, because he was like super abusive to her. Exactly. And he was like, in the great state of Texas, unfortunately, if the wife wants to get a divorce, she's allowed to. Like, that's how he talked about the divorce. Which is crazy because it's like, if your wife wants to get a divorce, get a divorce. Like, get if a divorce. Anyone in the relationship wants a divorce, they should get it. But, oh, yeah. True, true, true. Anybody. He, uh, he, uh, I saw something where like, on the weekend of the wife's, like when the wife when she was, was pregnant giving birth. going to labor, he went and got like steel rods put into his chest to make his pecs look like wider and stronger. And babe, uh, that's gender affirming surgery. Like you want to feel more masculine and more in your body. That's gender affirming care. Yeah. And I think the more we're like, oh, when you get your suit tailored, that's not a medical scenario, but it is gender affirming to you because it makes you feel better about you in your body and how you present in the world. And so I think when Miss Man she puts on a human hair bob honey and says that that is her gender affirming bob, that means she's able to walk in the world and feel right with that bob on. Right. And so I just feel like, you know. I'm getting my gender affirming haircut. I'm getting my. I'm eating my gender affirming lunch. It's well, like, that might be trivializing. Trivializing yeah, I think it you're too t- far. You're it. But you understand my initial point, I do which get is what a good you're one. Saying. Yes, 
the initial point I was good, and then and then I made people. a joke, and then we spiraled out of control. And then we spiraled. All right. I Speaking of spiraling hit- out of control. It's time for Candy Muse News. Candy Muse was recently held hostage in the Entertainment Weekly um, closet with Joey Nolfi. Norfi, what's his name? Joey Nolfi, N O F I. Why? Yeah, those. I. They all did those new interviews. Candies is by far my favorite. She's so funny. I haven't She's watched them light. yet. She's easy breezy. They do seem like they're in a hostage situation in that room. <laughs> Why? Just look. Just go, look at it. No, no offense to anybody involved. But it's like they're just in like a. It feels like they're in a closet. It feels claustrophobic watching them, and I think it's only because I watched like ten of them back to back, right? That I was do like, you, ah, gotta get out of this room. <laughs> well, do you think it's like um, because because aren't they like in robes it's, or yeah. undergarments or something? Because it's like no, these ones they were. Candy was wearing what she wore for Fat Slut Austin. Oh, okay. So it's not it's not like a behind the scenes because I feel like the season fifteen one they were like on their promo day. No, that's a different interview. Those ones were cute too when they were in like the back. Yeah, this I don't know. This might have been promo day. This I don't is know. on a set. There's two people. It has multiple cameras. It, I may. I think they operate out of New York City, so I feel like everything's small. I also there. think it's press day. It's one of those days where there's like probably like six or seven people lined up, and they're just yeah. like walking down the rows doing these interviews. Yeah, girl, that ain't what? a closet. There's plenty of lights in the air. All right, so you thought it was a closet. That's fine. You like can think it's a it looks like it's a closet or a hall. It looks like a hall and or closet. <laughs> <laughs> I recorded with them. It was. Uh, did Come you hear on. That? Yes, but don't. You can't leak. No. The people Never don't mind, know. Then. The people and don't know all, yet. That's all for Candy Muse News. I'm excited to see what she brings this time. She said, "If you thought that you knew her, you better get ready because she's a different. Per- you better be ready. Betty, she, be ready, honey. She's Secret a different project. girl now. She's a different girl now. I think Candy probably has the chance to win All Stars." Yeah, I mean, Rue, remember? Candy, wait. When she was <laughs> when she did, in when the, the yellow sundress. And, like, touched the, yeah, the yellow sundress that I have. Okay, can I? Oh, you have the exact one? No, maybe you let's just not have talk, the same maybe, one. No, maybe let's not talk about it. Okay. Maybe I got my hands on it somehow. <laughs> okay. And it's missing. Okay. Can I propose a possibly problematic thought that I've had. Bring it on! And that's all for Kenny Muse News. What's the... When the girls are on the runway and mm. they get so emotional and they cry like that, like, do you feel... <laughs> what? what I'm, you know mean? I'm going to defend these girls. What are you going to say? Do you feel like you would be that emotional? No. And you would... Like I, I like I understand that drag race is a life changing event and the stakes are so high and it is dream come true. But like 
it is full when the girls cry it is full fantasy like they're dabbing with the thing and they're holding back from the waterline and tilting their head they're giving like pageant women yes but there's also I mean they know that they're also making a TV show and everything and they're probably exhausted so I guess I just don't cry in my day to day life so the thought of it is like psycho to me I can't but there are plenty of people who go like, oh, I cry almost every day, and it's a great release. I'm like, oh, yeah. go off? Nicole cries over anything. What? Nicole cries all the time. <sighs> Let's take a break. Okay. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? No, really, how would you use it, baby? Bet. I always think about my work week and how busy it is, and I'm like, I wish I had an actual weekend. Now, that really comes down to me planning my life a lot better, but I would use it for leisure because I work so much. How? What would you use if there was extra time in your if I had more time, I would do more hobbies. I would like pick up you more activities hobbies. because I yep. love hobbies, but I just, I barely have time to do the stuff that I actually have to do. Right. Well, the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more with it. You know, I think therapy, like the biggest thing that I get out of therapy is new directives. Like, oh, try this. Like, make a change in how you think. I think we all think, like, that's just how my brain works or, like, this is how I see the world. But those things can shift and change. And you can learn tools in therapy to be like, look at it this way or try a new way of going about a project or schedule your day a little different. You, those are things you can talk about with your therapist. Mm-hmm. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash sloppy today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sloppy. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And we're back. Slay. Can we talk about the riff? I believe it's time. Now, I did send you an audio file that is no longer on the internet. And is it going to get our podcast? Like, no, 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 There's no way. Okay, then play it. Okay. So if you. Exclusive info. Exclusive info. 
I'm hard. I'm actually like mad that they released that or that it got out. Like it's really not too. meant to be released, but it's like why would that even be in the trailer? Like a trailer for a trailer. Why it's wouldn't not. that be under lock and key? It isn't. This is like ripped. Like it is clearly someone like it is clear that they were like playing it or previewing it like somewhere at a studio and someone like recorded it on their phone and leaked it. Yeah, but it's it's a it's a clear rip of a trailer. Like they you can hear that there's like a scene happening, like it's an edited together thing that the person ripped. What? Oh my god. <laughs> the thing that that person had recorded Yes. It's clearly some sort of like theatrical trailer that they are going to release. I don't think so. I do because it's edited together in a weird way. Yeah, I think it's just the person leaked those tiny little blips of audio because mm. they knew they were the biggest, the biggest mm. ones. Mm. No, no, Look no. to the western sky. But and, why would they release? Well, yes, but in the middle, those are the biggest se- moments. Yes, but in the middle, you can hear the part in Popular where she scares her and she goes boo and she goes ah. That's in between. Play it again. Play it again. Exclusive info. Exclusive info. It's well, the end of a movie trailer or something. Uh, that Which upsets me is why it doesn't would, flow as a good movie trailer. Why is there a boo ah from a different, a completely different song? Boo. That's from Popular. You really have dissected her. Yes, Mama. I went in on her. Okay, but the riff is so she good. Gi- I, wait, you know what I love about it is that she gives you the old riff. She gives you the ooh ah, and then she goes, "And I'll do you one better. We'll go back <laughs> down and back up." Yo, that the, I was upset too, but this made me so excited. Yes, it really did. And then also, all these people are like, "Ew, why does it look like that?" It's like. It looks like that because that's how it should look. It looks like a movie set. Have like, you ever been on a movie set and seen what it looks like before they fucking put the movie together? And also, like, she should be in, like, a black cloak and a witch's hat, and she should be in the pink gown. Like, diva. Yeah, diva. That's, that's Galinda, honey. And Elphaba. Elphaba. And then they um, showed a little bit of Miss Madame Morrible. How kind of upset. Why? She looks great, but and the musical Madame Morrible is like in every costume is like covered in fur and feathers. Oh, okay. She's oh, like you kind think of she's like yassified. Yeah. She's like a little deassified. Michelle Yeoh is like such a force, but mm-hmm. I've never seen her be like I guess I haven't seen tons of her movies. Like Oh, Miss Alphabet. I've never seen her be, like, uh, goofy, you know? <laughs> but, well, Madame Morrible isn't very goofy. She's kind of a bitch. No, she's, like, a bitch and evil, and I can see that turn. Yeah. But I feel like because a lot of the language, you know, like, the whiz, like, language, they, like, mm-hmm. make up and add extra. So there's, like, a goofiness to the first three scenes that you meet her. You're like, oh, this, like, doo-doo-doo old lady who's, like, running the show around here is sort of, like, a joyful you know, I don't know, extra syllable using madn old lady. Old lady. Senile old lady. That's Sorry. how they get you. I drain too much of my nut and I just like don't have the Oh words my god. <laughs> so 
let's talk about Drain Your Nut. Ooh, well, play the riff one more time. <laughs> you got it, dude. That one. Exclusive info. Exclusive info. Yeah. How, she goes up and down 12 times. There's like That's seven notes in there. That is That's so our girl. Good. Okay. It was Drain Your Nut Weekend. It was. Did Okay. Some simple questions. Did you shave before your head before or after Drain Your Nut? I got this haircut in Mexico. And no, you would like to call that a haircut. I went and got it cut. Were you? He did it, question it when I walked in. He said, "You sure?" I he did, and I said, "Yeah, just." And he was like, "So no guard?" And I was like, "Yeah, I want a buzz." And he was like, "But like a one?" And I was like, "Sure, go for it." And he, I think we all agreed after it was done, it should have been a two, not a one. But this is all right. <laughs> I did just post on Instagram pictures of you bald. Um, I posted pictures of me already. Okay. Tell me about Drain Your Nut. Did you your... yourself get your nut drained? No, I worked the coat check the entire time. You didn't we even had... stick an eye in there? Get a... Oh, get no, a... I went in. I, like, had to go in and, like, clean stuff up and make sure the porn was playing and, like, pick up the towels. And, like, it was cool. We did it out at a warehouse. It definitely was a journey. Mm. But there were people there who were like, love this location. I'm in... Norwalk or I'm out in Pomona or I'm in Monrovia like you know Southern California is big and yeah. spread out and this I will tell you there was a really mixed crowd there were definitely like young people definitely people we have probably like seen out at precinct or people who go out in West Hollywood but this crowd and this is what I'm happy about also because it was in the middle of the day this is like a dads with dick who want to fuck crowd so oh, wow. there was like a ton of <laughs> you said oh wow <laughs> my mouth is watering I know. it was like you know it was like a lot of regular regular like there were people there who were like in harnesses you know how like when people try to serve a look and it's like just be naked. You're just wearing a harness and undies. Just be naked. Right. Like, you didn't need to, like, think about the look for the sex party. There I were, hate that. There were a few people. Oh, okay. <laughs> I fucking hate faggots. Okay. There were a few people who were, like, turning a look. But, like, literally the majority of the guys were like, oh, you wear your jeans up there? Oh, okay. Like, when I was like, giving you know them the there. coat check. And then, and then, I, just the dongs. The, like everyone was just like getting naked because I was running the coat check, and I was like, "Have fun in there." People would like go into the rooms and then come out just like drenched in sweat. We had the air conditioning pumping. We had music going. We had porn. There were like over a hundred people who came through. It was like. I was really, for the first event we put on, I was really, really happy. And I'm excited because I think we're going to do more. And I think we're going to do. I want to do one there too. Nope. Why not? What do you want to do? It'll be called Fat Fucks. And unlike your party, I'll be in full drag just seated in a, in the room like a queen. You'll be Everyone miserable. will fuck around me. We set up a bed that was like so busy the entire time. Like the room was just like packed. Just then we had like mattress. two different fuck benches. We had a ring seat. 
I took apart my all form couch and brought it and then reassembled it. And people sat on it all day. We had sheets on top of it. People sat on it all day jerking off and getting fucked on it. And I brought my fuck bench. Laser. We had laser lights. I projected porn on the wall. Boomer, if you're listening, I played a video of you and that guy Morgan and Raheem all fucking. It was great. Sorry I didn't pay for it. I ripped it off the internet. Ooh. Morgan Thick. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slay. It was good. And there were a couple Slay. people. There was one guy there. I won't say his name, but there was one guy there who was like. Type it in the chat. <laughs> no, he, he jokingly. I was like, are you having a good time? And he looked at he me and he no. was like. He said, well, I'm here for you. And I thought he was just being playful because, again, I was like, you walked in and we had a clothes check. Mm -hmm. And because of the warehouse we were in, there were all of these like almost like airport bins. So it was really great. I just gave people a bin. I said, throw all your stuff in here. And then I had this massive shelf behind me. So I was able to slide all the bins in. And then I had like tote bags as well. And so... You know, like everything was like protected and it was really organized, you know, like the worst is at a close check when it's like, where's my bag? And you're like, yeah, when it's like on a hanger. I don't I've never understood the numbered hangers thing because it's like they never end up in the same number order. I know the end of the night. It takes someone 25 minutes to still just try to find one jacket. The bins were incredible. I literally think like the longest someone waited was like 35 seconds for their clothes. Absolutely. Like, it was so organized. I was very proud of that. Um, But, uh, like, it it was so interesting to sort of, I was, like, in the hangout area. And part of the clothes check job is to kind of, like, prime people. Because they they check in. They walk straight up to the. fluffing. Well, they walk straight up to the clothes check, and then I'm like, hey, here, put all your things in. Are you going to have a good time? There's plenty of hold a fuck in there. You know, it's like you're trying to, like, like make them feel comfortable, right? Honestly? um, Oh, I guess you are. That would make me uncomfortable. If well, someone I started talking like that to me, I I'd wasn't, be like, no, thank you. No, I gauged. No, thank you. No, thank you. I gauged what. I could tell they wanted to hear or were interested in. So it was like, it was chill. But this one guy came out, great dick on him. And he chose to wear a t-shirt. The whole time. And then, well, a t-shirt and then dick out. He was Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. And it, it was really, it was really awesome. I liked the look. Um, but he jokingly was like, oh, I'm here for you. And I was like, you're here for me. But I think that he was like, playing into the like flirting thing that had been happening earlier but now mm. i'm thinking maybe he listens to the show and he was and here well if he listened been to the show then he would have known that you weren't doing anything here but i could have i totally could have and you did i didn't not even I was, one for the road just i like... was so busy like there was so much happening no well mine's gonna be called fat fucks it's gonna be for Chubbos only. Give me that address. No. Fine, I'll find a where. You know what? In fact, I'll find a warehouse closer in LA so people don't have to drive an, a half, an hour and a half. <laughs> no, that's the whole point. We're doing one there, then we're gonna do one on the west side. So if you care to find me, we'll all be draining that nut. Look to the west side sky. 
All right, let's take a break. And we're back. Down. Before we get... (laughs) Remember? Down? That was funny. Wait, play that riff one more time. Oh, my God. You wait. You play that riff one more time. Exclusive info. Exclusive info. Exclusive. Exclusive. Exclusive info. Um, I was gonna say that Exclusive. We should we've been making the 80 joke with the phone number. Nine one eighty. And I was like people will probably know what that is now because our episode with your friend Kevin came out, except the conversation is in the Mom Plus exclusive. So it's not even it's not ah! even public to most because ah! I was listening back to it and I was like, when do we talk about that? And then I was like, okay, goodbye. And then I was like, now here we are in the bonus content. And no, he goes, I'm dead. You should say 80. So why don't you explain the joke? The joke was, um, well, it wasn't a joke. He just said that 213-536-9180 rhymes with 213 better. Like 213 213- Five three six nine one eighty. But in my mind, right. you got to say every single number if you've said every single number up to that part. Otherwise, it would be like twenty one three fifty yeah, it's, six seven. It's I don't know confi- what number. <laughs> fifty six seven. Wait, what is our number? Two one three five three six nine one eight zero. It's confusing when. Um, there's a rhythm to the phone number, and then that rhythm changes because yes. the rhythm is gonna get you. Because I know was know about I mean? to just say my phone number out loud and be like, "This is why I say it this way." <laughs> I can't say it on here. Do you want to, doll? No. Oh, okay. Do you want to hear some voicemails that I? Have? I do. Drain your nut. Drain your nut. That's the musical version. Uh, musical theater version. Oh my god! Okay, a musical. Okay, a musical about a sex party, a sex club. But we just recycle the set from um, what is that? Starlight Express. So many different layers. Everyone's on roller skates, like rolling into each other. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you understand what you're saying? I want lights, levels, sounds, texture. Giant condom. Next call. Here we go. Hello, Big Zipper and Meatball. Um, how are you doing, you nasty little fucks? Anyway, um, I'm calling because I was listening to the Hogmouth Cockthrow episode from a couple Tuesdays ago. And the last fuck uh, talk was about that guy who wanted to fuck that bottom, who was, like, full of poop or whatever. And it got me thinking... Have y'all ever heard of poop noodles? Or have you ever uh, experienced a poop noodle? Why are you I don't know if you describe what a poop noodle is, but it's kind of fucking noodle. disgusting. And my friend has told me about it forever ago, and I think it's hilarious. 
but it's when apparently you're fucking a bottom or someone or a person, and uh, you want me to stop it because we all know what a poop noodle is. Keep going. Um, anyway, yeah, hope you have a great day. Poop noodles, goodbye. Oh, God, she's off today. Love ya, bye. Play that riff one more time. I'm just kidding. Um, uh, wait, did he say that a poop noodle was when the poop went up your urethra and then you pee it out? Yes. That was not my understanding of a poop noodle. Uh, wait, what is your understanding of a poop noodle? I guess I just thought it was a small piece of poo that came out during the... Wait, doesn't Wendy Ho have a song about poop noodles? And it's she, about the she has poop a song that about comes poop out noodles. of the urethra? Yes. It's when you fuck someone and they're not fully clean. So the poop gets impacted over and over again into the urethra. And then when you're done... But I guess that means you wouldn't have come. Like, you don't finish. Or it stays in you. And then you go to pee, and when you pee, it's like, you know what? I truly don't think that that's, I mean, it's not physically possible. Everyone talks about it like it is. It can't be. You would feel that. There's poop coming out your pee hole after you fuck a butt that has shit in it. She broke it down very specifically she for you. It, she said it in the words that I needed. <laughs> yeah. How is Wendy how doing? She, she's off the grid, I think. Oh. Yeah. But that video has 2.9 million views, so go check it out. Poop Noodle by Wendy Ho. Next call. I mean, I think it's gross, and I don't think hey, it's possible. Um, you both starred in my dream last night, so I guess I listened to you too much. You infiltrated my subconscious, but we were in some ensemble cast wearing Flicker body suits that when everyone was lined up together, created like a pattern of color. And, uh, at one point we had to flop on the floor and roll like, like those hot dogs at the gas station. And uh, I was in the wrong spot for the color pattern, and y'all had to squeeze in next to me, between me and the other guy, and y'all were not having it. So, that was weird, but thanks for a good time. Goodbye! Have you ever been in an ensemble cast? Um, well, one time I was in the Diary of Anne Frank. Just once. Yeah. I, yeah, when I was in Thoroughly Modern Millie, I was, like, in the ensemble, where we all had to, like, sing, dance in unison, and, like, really get close. I, when I was younger, I I really... stood out a little too much. No, I really liked that, like, there was a whole part of my, you know, I went to theater school, and I had a really, like, um... We had a really sort of active theater department in my high school, like multiple stages in the high school, like seven productions a year. There was like a lot going on and I was really into it. And sort of, I would say from like 16 until 25, like a, a good solid decade of my life, 
I was really into like ensemble theater exercises and like like um like applying those things into theatrical production. So when I would direct and and that sort of thing, I was all into that. Let's walk the space. Let's all stop at the same time and feel the rhythm. Let's all I used to like we used to get into a big circle of people and like all run in the same direction and then decide to oh, yeah. change direction or all jump at the same time. And if there was a clear leader, we wouldn't, we would like start over. Like it had to be a group decision. Like I was, re- I always really vibed with that because I think, I mean, this might be a little too deep, but it is. I, I think I always feel the burden of being in charge whether i am in charge or not you know what i mean yeah. i always walk into a room and think i'm in charge Same. and so when when the whole point is no one is in charge and you're all just like working as a unit i like love that it feels like so freeing absolutely i um not absolutely for you i feel like you would hate that stuff well i'm i'm just remembering back i was once in a production of west side story and it was Who'd the you play Ensemble. I was. The funny thing was, I was. It depended on what act it was, but I was like, Act One, I think I was a jet, and Act Two, I was a shark. Well, when you're a jet, you're a jet. Yeah, when way. you're a shark, you're a shark. When you're a jet, you're a jet. Or whatever that was. I. um, And it was the first time that we had an outside director come in, and they didn't do any of that, like community building with us they like mm. went right into it and it was a d- guy from like who had been on broadway i mean probably not like great if he was visiting a t- high school in texas but he like came to like track. <laughs> but it was the first time that we were like introduced to the concept that like sometimes you're not gonna get that chance to like meet everybody and run in circles and like ensemble that way it's just like you have to just do it in rehearsal. You just have to yeah. pick it up and immediately be a part of it. And I think that it kind of threw everybody. And I remember it being really hectic because there was no warm ups together to like get together. It was all just immediately. He walked in and was like, hit the stage, hit your marks, we're going. And you know, I think that's an even interesting conversation. Like when it comes to like Hollywood and the entertainment business, because sometimes when like, people are doing interviews about movies and they're like, this director's so wild. We like ate dinner together as a cast. And then we would like, mm-hmm. we like rehearsed it. Like it was a play before we filmed it. That's if I were to ever make a movie, I would want to do that. It's a luxury to do that. Cause all yeah. of that costs money, but like being on set where you have to all figure it out in the exact same moment. And you're just shooting line by line and no one knows like what order this scene goes with. And that's how a lot of big stuff is made yeah. where only like the script supervisor and the director have a full understanding of like the order of everything. And everyone else is just like following directions mm-hmm. in that moment. I'm like, I, I love the, like, we're just going to do this for a month. Anyways, I guess we did that in her dream. We did. We 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 got tight in the dream. It is 1.40 a.m. Boston time. I'm oh, in no. bed sleeping. I just oh. have been awoken by a dream that you two were both in. Because what? I was literally listening to you as I went to bed. We were at a burger joint. You ordered my food ahead for me, a burger and fries. 
Dipper was assembling the burger himself because they gave him the pieces to the burger and told him they would not put it together. I angrily took the burger. I gave you $20. You told me, here is my change, and gave you the 20 back. I happily accepted. I asked for the Big Mac sauce. Someone unknown to me at the table, sitting there eating it, said, it's mine. I said, no, give it to me. Meatball said, here's mine. I took it. Meatball and Dipper got very angry that I no longer was giving them the $20 and eating the food that they had ordered for me. The result very, very confusing, but the burger was delicious. Thank you for ordering it for me. It's 1.40 a.m. I just woke up from a sleep to tell you this. Love you. Goodbye. No more, no more dream calls, please. <laughs> and if you were, if you were having trouble going back to sleep, just listen to that just one more to- time. That'll <laughs> lull you right back in your dream. Listen, many things were wrong about that. I would never uh, tell you to take your money back, and Meatball would never give you food. Absolutely. Well, I'd give you a Mac sauce. <laughs> I gave just the sauce, not the burger. Um, I, I guess also when a bunch dreams, of people went. Okay, but isn't it? Maybe this is just a Texas thing or a Boy Scout. I don't know. Um, but when p- a bunch of people start dreaming about you and, like, needing to tell you, aren't you, like, about to die or something? I've never heard that. Uh, I thought it was because, like, your soul is already on the outs. It knows. So you're like, please stop. Yeah. Dreaming. Dreaming, Dreaming of you tonight. tonight. Hello. It is 4.20 and I am watching the Drag is Good special. Slay. I am obsessed with the princess, (laughs) with the princess saying, and somebody you may not know, Big Dipper, ladies and gentlemen, as if um, the, the way the princess does not know who Big Dipper is, the way the princess thinks that Big Dipper is only backstage. The way the princess has never watched all these seconds a day in her life. That is so sad. She's missing out. Um, Dipper, I love you. You looked really hot that night. Okay. Um, goodbye. I, I lost my voice. I'm not doing it. Bye. It's calling her to drag the princess. Rude. That was so funny. I remember her saying that. Someone you may not know. And I was like, I feel as though everyone in this room probably does know. <laughs> Yeah, except for the princess. Except for the yeah, princess. Like, die de- deeper. 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 A big deeper. I, t- but- I told you a short story. I did go into the princess's dressing room at one point, and there was a moment where I, I kept, I, in my mind, kept trying to leave. Like, mm-hmm. I was in there being like, I'm ready to go, I'm ready to go. And then finally, like, a conversation got started, and then she put her hand on my back and detoxes back and pushed us out. <laughs> I love that. And I'm just still stuck because I'm like, wait, I was trying to leave. I wanted to leave. I didn't want like, to be here. She's like, doll, it's time for you it's to, time to go. And I was like, I've been saying that. <laughs> I've been saying that. I've been trying to leave. I would like to, though, take a moment to celebrate the Drag is Good um, fundraiser. $74,000. And we were able to donate it to I was a just lot trying to take places. my fee, my four out, you know. Ha 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 
but it was, you know, part of the thing was, I was just thinking about this because, like, we've been doing a lot of, like, the money breakdown and trying to, like, figure everything out. And, like, normally at those big charity events, there's a percentage that is raised because there are expenses. You know, if you go to a gala, like, the food isn't free. The decor is not free. The wait staff is not free. The tech is not free. And oftentimes, if there are entertainers or a DJ or whatever, it's like, even if they do it at a discounted rate, it's still not free. Mm-hmm. And, like, the gala, like, a lot of times those galas, you know, they're donating a portion. 40%. 20% even. And depending on how much money they're pulling in, it can still be a sizable chunk of change. So I was really proud that, like, literally everyone worked for free. Everyone bought their own flights there. Like, that was really, really incredible because we were able to donate. I don't know exactly what the percentage is, but it feels like 75 or 80% of all the money that came in was donated. Crazy. You know, Because there were some hard costs that we just, like, you know, it's like, People were not working for free, but there were like a lot of volunteers and all the queens, of course, were volunteering. And you still had hair back then. (laughs) Bald. You're the, uh, Fina has gone bald too. She shaved her head. I didn't shave it. It's a buzz cut. All right. Well, let's take a break. And we're play that riff. <laughs> Just the last part. Exclusive info. Exclusive info. And we're back. That was pretty close. What did you do this weekend? These a weekend. I um uh, have been making some clothes for or some costumes for the drag queen of the year pageant for one of the contestants. Oh, and we got a lot of the fittings and stuff done. It's in two weeks, and um, I'm I'm very. I often don't. I never make clothes for anybody else. That's not something I do. So when they asked me to do it, I was like, that's not what I do, Mama. That's not what I do. That's not how I work, Mama. That's not what I do. I was like, there's going to be a lot of fittings for me to be comfortable with, like, being taking credit for something that you're going to wear. So I wanted to make sure that it looks good. And it's just so crazy how everyone's body is shaped so different. Um, But in drag, don't people wear like body shapers and put on body? Yes, even yeah, 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 yeah. But even then, but it's even like then. those things, which I love because it's like, oh, if we yeah, need like, to is, fit a little Isadora bit, I can just like shape like a up. radish. Sorry. Yeah, she's shaped like that so that her butt, like she can have shape. Yeah, it's like a round bulbous butt and then Big her body goes straight up out of it. And then gives you tits. Yeah, it's like an upside down mushroom. It's an hourglass figure. Well, because everyone, cho- I mean, that's a choice. Everyone chooses how, remember like Roxy DeValle from uh, Long Beach? Yeah. She gives you, she gives you curvature, fucking... honey. 
Mrs. Incredible Body. Yes, now, exactly. So it's just interesting, but it's like I like that you can like change and pad up a drag body and like make the boobs bigger, smaller, kind of spread out where the apex of the tits are. So each costume can fit differently and nicely. But um, there's some things that I can't account for, and I've never worked with someone whose torso is this long. So uh, three times now, I've like taken them over an outfit and been like, "This should fit you. Everything's adding up." And then they get it on, and it's like the neck is just being pulled down to their crotch because they're so long bodied. God, and it's like not so long bodied. Yeah, I and it's like our a lot of our measurements are the same, but like the the space between like where her armpit and her high waist is is two inches longer than mine. So well, even when I'm you cutting, you're talking about body specifics. Well, even when I'm well, I'm just saying even when I'm cutting something out, it looks insane to me. I got you. It's like probably making something for you would be weird because it's like there's so much in the front and then it's just nothing in the back. Good old flat butt. I will say in PV, there's a lot of walking and it's a lot of hills and it's a lot of leg. And I, so I have to bussin'. I feel it in my butt. Well, push and pee. Is that what the kids say? The pee. I don't know, but I gotta tell butt. you, I looked at my butt the other day and I was not happy with what's going on back there. You gonna go get a butt fa- facial, Booty Boss LA? Use code Sloppy for ten dollars off. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> All right, are you ready for a another now? call? Now, pay attention to this one. Okay. Hey, Um I think I already know the answer to this, uh, this question related to a fuck talk, but I just kind of... Hold on. Don't close your eyes. You're going to fall asleep. You're asleep. <laughs> <laughs> pay attention to I it, am. I am. Hey, Slops. Okay. <laughs> here. Your thoughts. Um, I have a Smithy's neighborhood regular who um, sounds like identifies as straight. Um, loves to come over, get stoned, get sucked off. Um, always like rock hard right away. He's obviously very excited about it. And he usually will like last like 10, 15 minutes. It's fine. It's just, you know, low stakes. I, um, got nothing to do. Uh, I'll suck some dick real quick. But anyway, he says that he likes to record videos of us during, which I don't mind. There's plenty of videos no, of me taking dick. Um, but I've seen his phone. I recognize like the Snapchat interface. And, you know, if, if he, I just have assumed that he likes to show off to probably other buddies who, you know, share his lifestyle. Buddies. Um, Buddy. Do you have I any buddies you can but he has like these balls to say that he immediately deletes the videos, doesn't send them to anyone. Um, and, I, and I was like, well, why do you do it in fucking Snapchat? He's like, cause the camera looks better. I was like, okay, that's, that's bullshit. It's like, you know, I, I'm pretty sure that I know what's going on. You know, the simplest answer is probably the correct one, but what do you think? Would somebody actually do this? record it in Snapchat for the thrill of it in the moment and then not save it, not show anyone? Or is this dude showing his buddies like that he's got his like local cocksucker? Anyway, that's my thing. 
Oh, he's showing his Snapchat. He's putting it on Snapchat. I wouldn't be surprised if he has some sort of like weird second Instagram <laughs> where you can pay to subscribe to a Snapchat. Like, there's people that do that. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, you're also like, not to. I mean, I get that you don't care that you're being recorded, but like, don't give away face for free. Like I well, like this per- you don't this- know what he's doing with it, and it's clear if he's recording it, he's keeping it. Otherwise, why record it? This caller, you know, did say that other images of them sucking dick exist out in the world, and they're not like. But it's let it, uh, to me. It sounds like it's more about like why is the person being so weird about it? Just be like, hey, I'm recording this and putting it on Snapchat. The it sounds yeah, like I don't like the absolute, lying. The lying is why I would call him out and like, not do this anymore. It sounds like absolute straight guy dumb fuckery where it's just like, oh, literally saying, oh, I like the Snapchat camera. Camera. You're like, what? Is, the, is the Snapchat camera better? I don't know. No, it's just like it's so dumb to like lie like that. And also, yes, it doesn't. I also, make... before anyone thinks I'm an idiot, I understand it's the same camera, but sometimes they like have higher photo resolution settings right. and stuff. And also, it's like it 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 doesn't make any sense to film and then immediately delete. Like you'd rather watch it through your phone then watch it in real life because through your phone it feels like it's a porno, but in real life you're like, oh, I'm gay. that's actually a man on my dick maury oh my god i don't know this whole thing sounds like fuckery and what it really sounds like to me is that you're uncomfortable with the whole thing but you like sucking this dick you like being this man's cocksucker you like having a neighborhood regular and you're willing to deal with all of this bullshit because he's hot and he keeps coming back and asking you to suck his dick and maybe somewhere intellectually or emotionally or somewhere you like it you like that you he's showing love it off. yeah i think that that's yeah that's what i'm saying i guess is like if he's gonna do that and it's clear that he is showing it off you right. should get a cut of it or you should at least have him admit to it even like ask him again just be like it's not adding up i'm oh. Sorry. <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is exclusive info. Wait, what I actually what I'm saying is exclusive info. That's what I'm exclusive info. Yeah, I don't know. Those are my. We, I mean, next call. On that? You're over that. I I mean I just it's just weird like. He's re- yeah, no. Next call. Leave it alone, Dolly. Leave it alone. Get him to admit to it. Hey, you two, impossible guests. So, I live in Los Angeles, and some guy ignored me on Grinder, but he was all about it on Snippies. We've already fucked twice, but what's the deal with that? Like, ignore me on Grinder, but you're all about it on Snippies. Thoughts? Well, I'm curious to get your input on this. Well, I don't know because I'm I don't use that, so I don't know. But is it because Sniffies is supposed to be like a hookup app in the moment, and Grinders like now kind of 
like a just a chit chat situation. I feel like Grinder has become way more social and way more linked. Like people are it's like, like ver- Facebook. Verify your Grinder account with your Instagram. The same thing happens on, um, like on Scruff. It's like verify this with your Instagram account so people can see you, you know, in real life. Like this isn't about hookup, uh, hooking. Ho- Jesus Christ! This isn't about hookups. Uh, but like there are people who like I love to follow on Twitter that I have no interest in following on Instagram. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like it's just like there's a different vibe. But I guess it, it being they'll ignore you on Grinder, but then you've gone over and fucked. Well, they've come to you twice and you fucked on Sniffies. Here's the true test: see if they come over now after you've tried to make contact on both. I think they already have. I will say I have had this experience where I've been to a sex club or a sex party and I have hooked up with fucked or sucked a person mm-hmm. and then maybe again a month later. Oh, wow. So they're repeat. And then when I hit them up on a scruff or a sniffies or a growler, when I see them, no response. Cause you're only there for the moment. You're only good for the moment, not right. for a repeat. They, they go like, oh, well, you're. I'm already in the room. I'm fucking half the room, yeah. so I'll let you, but I'm not going to make a special trip just yeah, for you. Yeah, you're not good enough for me one-on-one, but in right. the group. This also reminds me of a conversation. Like, it's kind of- that kind of hurts my ego. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got to learn to just move past stuff real quick. Yeah. No feelings. Um, okay, it reminds me of the conversation the... Um, that there used to be was like, oh, they'll talk to me on Grinder, they'll hook up with me on, on Grinder, and then when I see them at the club, they ignore me. It's oh, like kind yeah, of the same thing. Sure. It's like you're invisible to me in this setting, but in a in a one on one Grinder hookup setting, you're useful for me then. So know Not your place. Useful. In the words of Bob, I ordered you like Grubhub. You know what I mean? Right. Every hole is a goal. Any hole. Any hole. Pay the toll. The troll toll to get into this hole. All right. Well, looks like we did it. Looks like, like we, we made, made it. After all. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Anything, anything to plug or promote this week? Um, just it's if you have it May. in your hearts to donate to Suburbia. Hold on. Oh yeah, tell me um, about this. What the Suburbia? She is a drag queen on the East Coast. Often does flip phone uh, brunch gigs in New York City. She was. Out the other, she's an incredible drag queen. I've been following her forever. She was out the other day. I don't know exactly what happened. She tried to walk and just went numb from the waist down. What? She went to the hospital and she has um, two slip discs and a pinched nerve, and so she's just numb from the waist down. She can't. She can barely walk. She can't go to the bathroom on her own. It's it's crazy. So her Instagram is the suburbia t h e e. S-U-B-U-R-B-I-A. Please donate to her GoFundMe if you can. She's kind of um, 
documenting her experience. She's been in the hospital for a few days. It's really scary. It's very scary to just, like, not be able to walk anymore. Yeah, that sounds absolutely So if you nice. can do that, do that. She's a hilarious drag queen. And if you can't donate, just support her. Just follow her. Send her love. Where is the GoFundMe? I'm trying to find it. Hold on. Maybe it's oh, she has Venmo up. Oh, she got her Venmo, which is the Suburbia again. That's the with two E's. And Suburbia. Wow. Like, like the place we're all trying to live. Oh, my gosh. They said by day four, she might be able to pee on her own. That's It's getting bad. Jeez. Yeah, please uh, go check that out. Slay, mamas. And thanks right. for listening to this week's episode. And don't forget, dipper ball, dipper ball, ball. Wait, play that riff one more time. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Slobby Sex. You can follow us on Instagram at Slobby Pod. You can Instagram us at Slobby Pod. And email is thesloppypod at gmail.com. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode which come out every Tuesday and Friday. Goodbye. Goodbye. To listen to Sloppy Seconds one day early, ad-free, and to watch our full video episodes, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Editing and sound design by... William Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.